red button is on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the J. Floyd Podcast. He is I and I am him. I'm the host that weighs the most, J. Floyd, a.k.a. the Flizza, a.k.a. Fleazy, a.k.a. your grandmama's grandbaby, but you know, we gonna get to that later. Oh, how can I forget? Philosophical Floyd when I'm on my deep shit. Philosophical, spelled with an F. <clears throat> yeah, don't nobody take that shit. I got that shit trademarked. But anyway, yeah. Welcome to the first episode of the J. Floyd Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing? Man, fuck all this bullshit. What's cracking, y'all? How y'all living? What's going down? What's up with it? I ain't here to, you know, really do all the little intro and who am I? Who is this little fat nigga? Man, go listen to the prelude. Prelude will tell you everything you need to know. You feel me? But yeah, man, let's get into the shits today, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to start off with a few shout outs. Sorry, my boy Kumar, owner of Cali Vapor Elite Smoke Shop. Four different locations here in the city of Charlotte. We got a location uptown, location located in the plaza. That's where I be at. Also, location on South Boulevard, which where I be at too, and one in Pineville. Any of your smoking needs, whether you need your wraps, your leaves, your papers, your cones, your, your glunts, stop smoking drugs out of a glass, people. That's crack. Please stop. But hey, your bongs, your edibles, whatever, my boy Kumar. He'll get you right. Those four different locations. Anytime you walk in, tell them Jay Floyd sent you. I got you. Yes. We got backing on this show. We got sponsors on this podcast. Doing a lot of groundwork to get to this motherfucker. This shit was not cheap. Nigga, I dro- Let me stop. That's for the Patreon. But yeah, Kumar. Good people, man. Salute. Okay. Let's get into it, man. What's on the menu for today? What we talking about today? Speaking of menu. Man, I got some uh, Chinese spare ribs downstairs that I'm hooking up, cooking up. Got them slow cooking. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I cook myself. I don't go to the Chinese spots no more. Love it. Used to. Used to love that shit. When I was in Winston, Mr. Lou's Chinese used to fuck that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Walking in, get the number 37, tell them no MSG. You know, they start tripping. No MSG, no MSG, it's no MSG. Nigga, it's MSG in that bitch. I ain't dumb. Which ain't nothing but the accent season, but you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Got it downstairs, slow cooking, little Chinese spare ribs. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't use the red food coloring, so them shits ain't red. I don't do that. I don't put that shit in my cooking. You feel me? Oh, man. I got an inner thought. Is it racist? Let me see. It's only racist if you give a fuck. All right, bet it ain't racist. So check it out. I only fuck with traditional Asian people. I don't really rock with the Americanized Asians. You know what I'm saying? Like the the Lees and the Sarahs and the um what's some traditional Asian American Asian. I don't fuck with the traditional American Asians because they racist. Them motherfuckers is racist. I like, you know what I'm saying, like Miao Chang and Pyongyang. I fuck with them. You know how to spell their name and start with upside down house with the garage door halfway open. That was crazy. But them, I fuck with the traditional style Asians. Them motherfuckers cook, make some good motherfucking, man. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> man, let me tell you, man. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know them Asians make some mean ass chicken wings, man. You feel me? I ain't. That's another topic for another episode, but I'll dive into it real quick. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say they fry better chicken than niggas. I'm willing to say that simply because, well, let me take that back. They fry chicken wings better than niggas. Because let's be honest, when it comes to cooking, 
it's our whole chicken is better. You know, the the legs, the thighs, the breast, the drum, the you know, the wings, wingettes. I should say the wingettes. You know what I'm saying? But the whole wing, oh nah. Fyung Yang got that shit down pat. Meow Tang, fucking that shit up. I don't do Ming Ling. Ming Ling is too common. I fuck with the, like I told you, the true rare blooded Chinese. The Fyung Yang. The Meow Changs. Uh, Jun Tao. That nigga. That nigga Jun Tao. Psh, go crazy. And they love black people, by the way. Jun Tao love niggas. Oh man, you ever heard the 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 drill Asian rap? It's trash, but hey, they big enough niggas. These Americanized Asians, they hate niggas. The Koreans, there you go. The Koreans, they hate niggas. Oh man, I told y'all this shit was gonna be wild. But anyway, oh yeah, man, <laughs> got off topic. But yeah, let's get into it. First shot for uh, get trying to, time to give another shout out. Uh, I do this every show. Well, I'm going to be doing this every show. I should say. The fans of Fleazy, you know what I'm saying, got to shout out, got to show love where love is given. You feel me? To the fans of Fleazy. This podcast is for all niggas who girlfriend come up to their job because she heard laughing in the background when y'all was on the phone. She come up to your job for about three hours and just sit in the parking lot. Or, you know what I'm saying, if you work at Burger King or some type of shit, she'll sit in the lobby all fucking day because she heard laughing in the background. She heard them bitches in the back that's supposed to be washing dishes laughing. You know baby don't play that. Nigga, you know your girl crazy. You know she a nut. And it's always the little short joints, too. Y'all ever notice that? It be them chicks that's like, what Lloyd said, 5'2"? Them 5'2 under chicks be nutty. Because let's be honest, bro. Like, you look kind of wild when you 5'11". And you out here, like, tripping for real, for real. Like, come on now, that look kind of wild. Yes, I judge on height, too. Ladies, y'all want to judge niggas under 6 feet? I judge women under 5'2". Y'all nutty. Crazy. Come up to that nigga job. That man got a good job. He take care of everything, and you want to come up there because you heard laughing in the background. Them bitches need to know I'm crazy. You not crazy for real. You not. You only crazy in the house. You not crazy outside. You not going to fight none of them bitches, baby. Hush. You not. You not going to fight none of them hoes. But niggas, hey, man, I fuck with you. I rock with you. You feel me? Like, I got y'all's back. I support y'all the whole time because I know what it's like being with a nutty joint. I know what that's like. Like, y'all ever wake up and she just, like, you ever wake up to her staring at you sleep? Bruh, for no reason. Like, she just looking at you. And it's not like a staring at you from, no, I take that back because I've been in this situation too. If she's, like, up close staring at you, that ain't really too much to worry about. It ain't too much to worry about. What's scary is when she's standing by the door staring at you. Like, she's keeping a distance on purpose watching you sleep. That's the bitch you need to run away from, dog. Run. Run, bro. Hey, y'all can't see it because I'm, oh, yeah, this is another uh, audio-only pod. I'm not doing visuals until episode 10 when I start bringing my niggas on. You feel me? Uh, Alex. Yeah. You feel better now, nigga? But but I'm pointing at the door, nigga. Run that away. Go that away, my nigga. That bitch is crazy. Don't worry. I always flip it. You know what I'm saying? I never like to single anybody out. I never do that on this show. I will never, ever, 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 ever do that on this show. Because, you know, we got to show love. Uh, Ladies. Okay, fans of Fleazy. Ladies. This podcast is for all the ladies who got caught cheating 
Cause your nigga snuck in your phone and turned your location on. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he found out, Shorty. That's how he found out. That's how he found out. He snuck into your phone while you was in the bathroom and he turned your location on. And that's how he knew. That's how he knew. Yeah, I know. I know you ain't know how to break up with bruh cause you know that nigga nutty too. And you ain't really wanna you ain't wanna have to deal with that. And I understand, baby. Hey, I fuck with you, shorty. I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's how he found out. That's how he found out. Because he asked your friend several times. And she didn't dime you out. She didn't. That nigga snuck into your phone and saw your location. And no, that wasn't the first time that he popped up on you neither. That was like the eighth time. It's just that time it was enough for him. And he said enough is enough this time. You know those first couple dates you went out with on with old boy? He was there. Your nigga was there. He was in the cut, chilling. He was in the cut, chilling. He borrowed his homeboy. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to paint the picture for you, baby. I got you. I- Listen, I got you. You feel me? The flizzer. I got you. I'm right here. I got you. I'm going to tell you what happened. You remember that time? Like I think it was like the second date where Buddy took you bowling, right? Y'all went bowling, and there was that little weird nigga down there on the, like one of the end lanes. He just kept bowling strikes. That was your nigga. He was lit that night. But he was hiding himself, you know what I'm saying? He was he was he was trying to be in the cut, you know what I'm saying? But he he was watching you the whole time. He watched how you was giggling and how he put the hand on the nip of your ass and shit in public. Oh yeah, he was done. But he just wanted to catch you in the good act, you know? But that's how he found out, sweetie. He knew this whole time. So for the last seven months while you was w- moving around with your sneaky link, your nigga knew the whole time. He just didn't know how to take it. Like he just finally boiled over and lost it. But he found out because he snuck into your phone and turned your location on. Yeah. And, and, he got all the text messages. How'd he do that? He went and added his email. His email that you don't know about. He added his email to your phone, unbeknownst to you. So every time you sent and received text, he, it just went to that dark email that he got. He saw all the messages, too. That's how you got got, baby. I'm sorry. But... Niggas with the girlfriends coming up to their job and the ladies getting caught cheating because their nigga went through their phone. It's all love, baby. It's all support. All right. Now the goofy shit out the way. Ladies, this is a sports uh, episode today, so if you don't want to stick around, I completely understand. Don't worry. The juicy and goofy and, you know, funny shit that you came here for will be in other episodes, but today's a sports episode. You feel me? One fact about me. I am a very, very deeply rooted supporter. Of Team USA basketball, I am. Love Team USA, man. USA all the way. USA, USA, USA. That's the only time I'm patriotic for it. Fuck the armed service. Not, I didn't mean it like that. This is how I meant it. Anybody that's not black in the armed service, kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck if you a goddamn second lieutenant. Suck my dick. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. So all my brothers that's in the uh, army, all my sisters that's in the army, y'all got my full support over here. I salute the troops. Thank you for your service. You feel what I'm saying? Especially the niggas who just went to the army to get married, to get them benefits. Yeah, I know about them benefits. I know about them benefits. Shout out to my boy. I ain't going to say his name, but shout out to my boy. He got two beautiful girls right now, two beautiful little daughters. Nigga, I know why you got married. Nigga, I know why you got married, nigga. I love you, boy, but I know how you got married, nigga. That shit was smart. But, yeah. Outside of that, man, fuck the armed service, nigga. Fuck that bullshit. 
especially the ones who get out and try to become like cops and shit and law enforcement. Them the fucking dickheads, man. Fucking dickheads. Quick background, if y'all didn't know, I used to be a bounty hunter. I did that shit for about a year and a half, two years. Them niggas is dicks. They pussy too. Can't shoot worth a shit. You was in the army and you come to the guy and you can't shoot worth. Oh man. Whole nother topic for another day. I ain't finna talk about that. We ain't getting to no no gunfight. <laughs> we ain't we ain't gonna do that. But them niggas can't shoot for shit. Can't keep up with shit. Couldn't hit the target if they tried. But I've seen it too many times. But anyway, I am a true Team USA supporter. Right. But me personally, I feel and I feel like this may be because we've been dominant so much that we never truly had to. I personally feel like, remember, oh, let, let me start this off before I deep dive. Remember the saying of this podcast. Go back and listen to the prelude if you don't know. Remember. On this show, if you don't like what I like, then pull up. Let's talk about it. I will start having guests after episode 10. I'll start having guests. One through 10 is, do- is solo dolo, all me. But if you don't like what I like, then pull up. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Quick little rundown. You give me your stats. I give you mine. You know what I'm saying? We come to a conclusion. You feel me? That's with anything. Sports, music. Life, unless it don't matter if you don't like what I like, pull up. Let's talk about it. All right, now let's get into it. I personally don't think that I personally don't think that we have truly put together our very, very best team from top to bottom. I don't think we have. And like I said, maybe that's probably because I mean, one of the reasons a guys have to want to do it, you know, want to commit to do it because, you know, playing in FIFA and playing in the Olympics. You're feeding right into the season coming up. You know what I'm saying? So it's understandable that guys want to rest, take a break in the off season. I get it. 82-game season, dog. They play from, especially those who make deep playoff runs, they're playing from October, not even October, starting in September with training camp. They're playing from September to fucking May, June. The finals are in June. So let's say you make a deep playoff run, you're playing from September to May. So it makes sense that, you know, guys don't really want to commit to that. I get that, but with that being a factor, I feel like we as a country have not put together our top to bottom absolute best team. And I'm a rock, and I'm a you know what I'm saying go through the motions and let you know what's up with it. You know what I'm saying if and if you rocking with how a nigga feel, that's cool. If not, I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. So, <clears throat> brief little rundown: We've been to the Olympics for basketball 19 times. Out of those 19 times, we've had 16 gold medals. I think the only time we've lost was 88, 04, and I think 72. Yeah, 72, 88, and 04 were the only times we lost. And I believe 72 was the silver, 88, and 04 were the bronze, I believe. Yeah, that's what it was, man. And of those 16 times, like I said, 16 out of 19 gold medals, hey, it's pretty fucking dominant. And of course, y'all know the history, but hey, fuck it. If you don't know, I'm here to get it to you. 92 was when we started using professional athletes to play because everybody else was using their professionals. So why not use ours? Now, my opinion, if we're giving orders of best teams, now I'm starting at 92 because I'm starting from when we were able to use professionals. I feel like so far, as far as what's on paper from top to bottom, 92 is the best team, dream team. It is. 
as far as what's been given to us, it's 92. 92 is, it has been the best team, that dream team, bro. I mean, at guards, you had Magic, Stockton, Jordan, and Drexler. Those were the guards. You feel me? The forwards was Bird, Pippen, Mullen, Barkley, and Malone. Those were the forwards, and the centers was Ewing and Robinson. Now, my opinion, the reason why Dream Team is better than all the other teams we've had is because of those bigs, bro. Those bigs, those forwards and centers that they had, bro, just the way they got, man. Dog, Ewing and Robinson ran the fucking floor. And that wasn't even truly Larry Bird for real. That was Bad Back Bird. Bad Back Bird. I'm going to find a way to use that shit on goddamn TikTok or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Bad back bird. That's who that was. Now, I personally feel like, oh, yeah, I left out Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner's on that team, too, y'all. Should have been Shaq, which I'm about to get into, but, yeah. Now, even though that was the best team from top to bottom based off all the other teams we've had, I still think that wasn't even the best team that they could have put together. I think you remove Christian Leitner and play Shaq. At the time, they got the best college player on that team, which, yes, side note, I'm a diehard Duke fan, all right, fuck Chapel Hill, ugly ass color, I'm a diehard Duke fan, Christian Leitner was not better than Shaq, bro, at that time, he wasn't, he wasn't, he, Christian Leitner had the hype, and he had the backing, Duke, it's Duke, bro, it, it's, it's Duke, it's Duke, Duke is the, is the bigger backing than LSU, Shaq was the better player than Leitner, Shaq should have been on that team, so that, replace Leitner with Shaq, also, of course, we know the drama with uh, Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. So as far as guard play goes, their guards were fine. A lot of niggas, especially in my generation, sleep on John Stockton. John Stockton was him. He's in my top 10 point guard list. Another episode for another day. He's in my top 10 point guard list. He is. John Stockton was him. John Stockton was nice as shit. A lot of people like to throw dirt on John Stockton. The whole, uh, a lot of people like to hold the thing over John Stockton's head that he had Carl Malone his whole career. No, nigga, Carl Malone had him. And that's kind of fucked up to say because Carl Malone was a dog. But, nigga, Stockton was him, bro. Stockton was like that. So, guards, you ain't really got to switch out. The only thing I'm looking at really switching for real, as far as replacing, is that Chris Mullen move. Now, you got to think, this is, the year is 1992. I'm not talking about like, all time, like, the players' complete resumes. I'm talking about the time period in which they were playing in. Mind you now, if y'all don't know this, I'm putting y'all on game. In 92, the absolute two best players in the league at that time was Jordan and Barkley. It was. It was Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley were the two best players in the league at 19, the, the year is 1992. Charles Barkley and Magic Jordan are the, or My, Michael Jordan are the two best players in the league at the time. Now, in 92, I've done my research, I've watched my film, I've watched games, I've studied stats, I've looked at moments they've had. I feel like in 1992, Reggie Miller was better than Chris Mullen. I do. I feel like in 92, Reggie was better than Chris Mullen, bro. I really do feel like that. Granted, at the time, Chris Mullen, if not better than Reggie, right behind Reggie at being the best shooter in the league at that time. At the time, him and Reggie were the best shooters in the league. Like, no debate. No debate, bro. It was Chris Mullen and Reggie Miller. But I personally feel like, take Mullen out, put Reggie in. 
That's just my opinion. You feel me? And like I said, if you don't like what I like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, bro. You don't like what I like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Just pull up and let's talk about it. You feel me? Just pull up and let's talk about it. But take Mullen out, put Reggie in, bro. Reggie in 92 was... Mm, he was like that, nigga. Reggie was like that, bro. He was. He was now. That's the 92 team. Like I said, for what we were given, top to bottom, that's the best team, right? After that, to me, I truly can't decide between the Redeem team of 08 and the 2012 team. And I say that because of this, right? I say that because of this. That 2012 team, you can argue that was the best LeBron we have ever seen. I personally think it's from 16 to 18. That's me personally. But like I said, hey, you don't like what I like. I don't give a fuck. 2012 Bron was fucking different. It was different. Matter of fact, bro, I was talking to my pops about this the other day. On the 92 team, like, let's, the three best players on that 92 team was Magic, Jordan, and Barkley, right? Magic, Jordan, and Barkley were the best three players on that 92 team. Them niggas cannot see Kobe, Braun, and, and KD from 2012. No. And a lot of people say that 92 Jordan is the best version of Jordan we've ever seen. Even better than the 87-88 where he won MVP and defensive player of the year and the scoring title and the steal title. They say 92 was the best Jordan we've ever seen. I don't know if that three can see 2012, granted, 2012 Kobe was on his back end. It was on his back end, which is why it's a toss-up between 08 and 12, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting to it. 2012 Kobe, 2012 Braun, and 2012 KD? Nah, bro. Nah. That's why I'm having this conversation, bro. That's why I'm having it. That's why I got my own platform. That's why I got my own show, to be able to talk about shit like this. You feel what I'm saying? But anyway, back to the shit. See, I'm getting off topic. That 08 and that 012 team is a toss-up, man. Because, hey, matter of fact, let's run down the teams. In 08, your guards were Jason Kidd. He's number four on my top ten point guard list. Chris Paul. He's on my top ten list, but I can't remember what number. I know he's in the bottom ten. He's 6 through 10. I know that. You had Darren Williams, an absolute fucking bucket. An absolute fucking bucket. Bucket and 08, an absolute fucking bucket. Kobe D Wade and Michael Red. A lot of people might not know who Michael Red was. Michael Red, he was he he was he was good. He was a very very good player. I ain't gonna sit here and say. I mean, he was in the league, so he's nice. If he makes it to the league, you're nice. But compared to other two guards, goddamn, what the fuck was that? But compared to other two guards, Michael Red was nice. I mean, Michael Red was a very very good player. He was. He was a very, very good player. He said, comparing to the 92 team, he's not better than Drexler. He's not better than Chris Mullen. So, he was a very, very good player. He was. At the forwards, you got Braun. You got Melo. Tyshawn Prince and Carlos Boozer, which to me make that team look so fucking ugly. And then Chris Bosh. And then, of course, at center, you got Dwight. And mind you, this was pre- Dominant Dwight. This was 08 Dwight. This was when Dwight was about to start that massive ass defensive run. We won three straight depoys. Defensive play of the years. We won three straight depoys and started going nuts. This was 08 Dwight. So Dwight was coming. 
but he wasn't there yet. He was coming. He wasn't there yet, though. He was almost there. Now, this 08 team, bro, which is known as the Redeem team because, you know, in 04, we lost that bitch, you know, when we got popped by Puerto Rico and all that shit. This 08 team, bro, Tyshawn Prince and Carlos Boozer make this team look so fucking ugly to me, bro. It makes it look so, like, compared to the other teams, bro, it looks so fucking ugly. Like, back to what I was saying, I feel like we have yet to put together our top-to-bottom best absolute team. You got to think, the year is 2008. If I'm not mistaken, 08, that's the year the Celtics won a chip. So, you got an aged Kevin Garnett. So... Bro, it's either him or Timmy. Him or Timmy can go there over Carlos fucking Boozer, bro. And I'm a Bulls fan. Carlos Boozer and mind you, bro, he went to Duke. He went to Duke. Carlos Boozer, bro. The Carlos Boozer. Nigga, it's Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer was ass. Okay? Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and put it out there. I don't like doing this because nigga is the nigga was a professional athlete as a professional athlete you ain't ass but compared compared to like just the regular average joe niggas you ain't ass but carlos boozer was that was not the best one of the best power forwards that we could have used that year now the chris bosh move an 08 i'm not mad at that because chris bosh was 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 him mr walking double double he was him Chris Bosh and a lot of niggas forget about Chris Bosh in Toronto. Chris Bosh in Toronto was like that nigga. That nigga was nice. He was smooth, bro. His game was so smooth, bro. That nigga was nice. I know he went to Miami after that and became the third option, sometimes forgotten about. But nigga, Toronto Chris Bosh was like that, my nigga. That nigga was like that. He was, what, 26 and 12? Going on the back, on his back end run in Toronto, he was like, what, 26 and 12? Going crazy, bro. But to me, the three that you can take out, of course, Tayshaun Prince, Carlos Boozer, and Michael Red. And like I said, Michael Red was very, very good. He was very, very good. But you can get better fuck up out of there. Now, who you going to replace them with? In 08. Like I said, you take Carlos Boozer out. If you don't want to go Kevin Garnett, Timmy, bro. Timmy. Timmy in 08 was... Bro, the year before they won the chip, they swept Bron in 07. Timmy right there at that other four spot. Bringing Bosh off the bench makes the team better. Bringing Bosh off the bench makes that team so much better. Not saying that Bosh was some slack. I'm just saying. Like, bro, take him out. You feel me? Now, as far as at that other guard spot, you got Kobe and D-Wade. So, really, you just asking for somebody to really be the 13th man for real. No, I'm sorry. It was only 12 players. You're asking somebody to be player 11 and 12. But we can get better 11 and 12 players than fucking Tayshaun Prince and Michael Red. You feel me? Like We can we, we could have did better. But, hey, we got it done. They didn't, they're the redeemed team for a reason. You feel me? But Carlos Boozer got to get the fuck up out of there, bro. We could have went Timmy. We could have went KG. <laughs> like, you feel what I'm saying, bro? We could have had better options, my nigga. Better fucking options, bro. God damn. Granted, Brian Mello and Kobe led the way with J.K. running them off. Oh, my God, bro. That team was so fucking crazy, bro. Y'all know. Go watch the Redeem Team uh, documentary on Netflix, bro. Them niggas was running and gunning, bro. Them niggas was going crazy. But we leading right into 2012, bro. 
that 2012 team was good. Them niggas was nasty, bro. That 2012 team was good. Let's go down the list. Guard, you had Chris Paul. A better, more seasoned Chris Paul. But don't forget, in 08, though, Chris Paul was him. He was him in 08. If I'm not mistaken, that's when he was getting MVP votes. I think that's when his MVP vote started was that 08 season. He was him. He was going crazy. But 2012, you got Chris Paul, more seasoned. You got Darren Williams coming back, more seasoned. You got early Russell Westbrook. Remember, this is fresh off of the finals loss against the Heat, Russ. When Russ was really coming into his own. Russ was really coming into his own. Other guards, you got Kobe, who was, if I'm not mistaken, this was a year before the Achilles injury, so he was getting ready to start the end of his career. He was getting ready to start here in 2012. And you got James Harden. Early, you six-man James Harden at that. It's six-man James Harden right here. Six-man James Harden, right? At the forward spot, you got 2012 Bron. <laughs> no description necessary. You got another, you got KD. Mind you, fresh off of the finals loss with the Heat. 2012 KD was like that. Was that when his scoring title run started? I believe that's when this scoring title run started. It was what? At 11-12 season or at 12-13 season? One of those two is when that scoring run title started. You got 2012 Mellow. Knicks Mellow. We got Knicks Mellow here. Come on, y'all. Come on. Stay Mellow with the seven. Stop it. Come on. You got Andre Iguodala, who, you know, 11th and 12th man, rotation guy type shit. You know what I'm saying? We got Kevin Love. Just want to pause here real quick. The same way I just gave y'all a little spill on Chris Bosh in 08. He was in Toronto, 26 and 12. Bro, Kevin Love, early Kevin Love, pre-Cavaliers Kevin Love. Before Kevin Love had to become a role player, same way with Chris Bosh. Walking double double. If I'm not mistaken, by this time he had his 30 30 game. Bro, Kevin Love and fucking Minnesota was him. One of the best power forwards in the league at the time, 2012. One of the best. Easily top five power forwards in the league. Easily at that time. Easily. That was a good call. That that was the right move right there with K Love. It was. Go back and watch the tapes, bro. Whoa, all these little basketball uh, knowledge niggas, niggas who really learn a game from playing 2K for real, for real, because these niggas didn't hoop. Niggas ain't never been to that West Charlotte Red, that Tucker CG Red. Niggas ain't never been there. But anyway, <clears throat> niggas ain't never hooped off freedom. But anyway, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? The open runs at Arbor Glen, niggas ain't. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting off of, um, I'm going on a tangent. My bad. Goddamn, bro. I know lost my, no, 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 I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back. K-Love was him in 2012. K-Love was him. Wrapping up the forwards was college AD. Fresh out of college AD. Young AD. Badly need braces AD. Defensive anchor AD. So, you know. Burke could have been replaced, but, you know, it's all good. Then rounding off at the center position, we had defensive player of the year, Tyson Chandler. Now, when it comes to this 2012 team, right? The only thing, the only thing that I would change here, now granted, like I said before I started this whole thing, some players choose to sit out, you know, take the break off season. but I failed to mention 
Some are because of injury, right? I would have loved to seen 2012 Dwight Howard with this fucking team. Not nothing wrong with Tyson Chandler. Take Anthony Davis off this team and insert 2012 Dwight Howard on this fucking team, bro. Keep Tyson Chandler. Because at all times, you have a dominant defensive presence in the game. Of course, you're not going to start the two. Start Dwight, bring Tyson off the bench. At all times, bro, you have a dominant defensive presence in the paint at all times. That makes that lineup of Katie Mello Braun more lethal. Because one of them can play the four. At that time, uh, Braun was playing the four. No, Mello was playing more four when it came to Olympics type shit. But... At any given time when you got Bron, Katie, and Melo in the game, and you got either Chandler or 2012 Dwight in the game, bro, stop talking to me, bro. Stop talking to me, dog. And the only other replacement that I would make on this team, I love Iggy, bro. Iggy is a locker room type of guy. If you don't know what that means, that means he's a good source. He's a good source to have around a team, right? But this is the Olympics, my nigga. We don't need fucking encouragement, nigga. We don't need that. I say remove Iggy and bring back D-Wade. Granted, you know, fresh off a championship, D-Wade ain't have to play. I get it. Like I said, bro, hey, let me kick it, chill, spend time with the family, kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? But put D, so remove AD, put a healthy 2012 Dwight Howard. Because remember, that's when he had that back surgery and shit, but we talking like, bro, healthy. So remove Iggy, remove AD, insert Wade, insert Dwight. That 2012 team. They can look at the 92 team, but the only mismatch is going to be that guard play. That's the only mismatch is going to be that guard play, bro. 92 Mike and, tw- and 2012 Kobe. Come on, bro. 92 Mike. Not taking that away from Kobe. Kobe's him. Not taking that away from Kobe. But 2012 Kobe and 92 Mike. I'm taking 92 Mike. Eight days a week. Magic is magic, bro. Darren Williams or Chris Paul can't do nothing with magic. Although magic wasn't looking to score, but the way he affected the game, it still like you still had to you still had to like do something with that. You still got to do something with that. You feel me? It. But I feel like that would come third on my what if best Olympic team list. If you make the changes that I just said, make that 2012 team comes third. <clears throat> now before I really deep dive in. Tell niggas was really up. That 96 team and that 2000 team, they were great collective teams. They was. That 96 team was crazy, bro. You had Olajuwon and Shaq on that fucking team. <sighs> Olajuwon, not fresh off, but low-key fresh off of two chips. Defensive play of the year, MVP. And you got Shaq four years into the league, still running and gunning. Like, <sighs> bro, that 96 team was something serious, my nigga. 1916 as a team, as a collective, that team was tough, bro. We had Reggie Miller, you had Gary Payton, like uh, uh Barkley came back, Pippen came back. Oh my gosh, bro, that 916 was tough, and that 2000s team was like that too. Uh, Jason Kidd, uh, you had Garnett, and you had Tim Duncan on that team, 2000s version of them at that. That's what, them each three, four years into the league, so they still running and gunning up the motherfucking floor? With young Vince Carter. Granted, no, I'm not saying he's of the ilk of Kobe and Mike, but as far as athleticism, that's why I said as a unit, as a team, 
the 96 and the 2000 teams was very good teams. Very, very good teams. Very, very good teams. Now, talking about something that I've been feeling like this since these motherfucking Olympics. This motherfucking 2016 team. This 2016 Olympic basketball team, right? Like I said, I'm going to say it again. Once again, if you don't like what I like, pull up. Let's talk about it. But if you don't like what I like, I really don't give a fuck. I personally feel like 2016 would have been the opportunity for us to have the best Olympic team we've ever seen. I personally feel that in 2016. That was the absolute, that would have been the absolute best Olympic team we've ever seen. Right now. Course, I'm gonna go down the list and give you what we had. And I'm gonna tell you what we should have had. Going down the list, right? Yeah, Jimmy Butler. 20 now, mind you all, this is 2016. This is 2016. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, who was on the Bulls still at the time. Yes, he was still on the Bulls. Still on the Bulls. So remember Jimmy from the Bulls? He was cool. Michael, he's Michael Red-ish right here. Jimmy Butler on the Bulls is Michael Red-ish for that 08 team. That's who Jimmy Butler is. He's Michael Red-ish. You feel me? Kevin Durant. DeAndre Jordan, who at the time was the best rebounder in the game. So as far as playing these Euro guys, come on, bro. You need bigs. So that pick makes sense. I'm not taking nothing away from him. Kyle Lowry. Ill. Harrison Barnes. Ill. DeMar DeRozan. Eh. This is 2016. Eh. Eh. His name is Lebronto for a reason. But anyway, Kyrie Irving, fresh off of a 3-1 comeback, Kyrie. Mind y'all, this is 2016. This is 2016. 2016. Fresh off of a 3-1 comeback. You had Klay Thompson. This is when that year, 2016, that's when uh, Game 6 Klay was birthed. Game 6 Klay was birthed that year, right? So you know who you got with that. You got DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, if y'all don't remember, DeMarcus Cousins with the fucking Kings. <sighs> I know I went on my spiel about Chris Bosh with the Raptors and Kevin Love with the uh, Timberwolves. DeMarcus Cousins with the fucking Kings? Didn't Burr put up a 50 and 20? Ugh. <sighs> Y'all should see my face right now. Ugh. Ugh. You had Paul George. Still Pacers Paul George, though. And if I'm not mistaken, he done made the number switch. He's 13 now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's PG-13 now. He went from 24 to PG-13. When he made that number switch, he, he started tripping in a good way, I mean. Gameplay went crazy. One of the best perimeter defenders in the game at the time. Remember that. Because that's important. Remember that. Draymond Green, who arguably at the time, 2016 Draymond Green, who arguably at the time is probably the second best defensive player in the game. At the time. 2016 Draymond. Probably the second best all around, no, the best all-around defender in the game at the time. All around. Perimeter, post, 
you know what I'm saying, can guard any anybody, you know what I'm saying, it was Draymond. And then you ended with Melo, right? Still on the Knicks, still stay Melo, with, with the seven, still stay Melo. Now that's that 2016 team. Now here's what really chaps my ass about this shit. This was the opportunity, bro, for us to really put out the absolute best Olympic team we have ever seen. And it didn't happen. And this was because of truly guys just saying, hey, I want to chill. You know what I'm saying? I want to kick it this offseason. I want to enjoy this offseason. Which is absolutely nothing wrong with that, bro. It's nothing wrong with kicking it in the offseason, bro. It's a long season. It's a long season, bro. But, man, I get, bro, anytime I get the opportunity to talk about this shit, to think about this shit. But, bro, I've been talking about this shit since, like, 2017, 2018. I got homies that have vouched for this, bro. I bro, we, I could just be kicking it with the homies and I'll randomly just bring this shit up. Just, on, just off the whim. But, man, all right, here we go. We're about to bust this. I'm about to bust this bitch all the way down. Jimmy Butler, get Jimmy Butler the fuck out of here. Get Kyle Lowry the fuck out of here. Get Harrison Barnes the fuck out of here. Get DeMar DeRozan the fuck out of here. Y'all not going to like this, but get Melo the fuck out of here. Yeah, I know. 2016, Melo still get busy. He still gets busy. He does. He still get busy. He does, but chill out. Now. This is what the team looks like, bro. Kevin Durant. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start from the top. This is what the team looks like, bro. Kevin Durant. No, I'm sorry. Steph Curry. 2016 now, y'all. Mind you, I'm saying 2016. So I want y'all to see what the fuck I'm talking about. This is the 2016 version of these players that I'm naming y'all. You start to list at Steph Curry. The first ever unanimous MVP. He did that in 2016. 73-9. He did that. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, mind y'all, this was the summer Kevin went to Golden State. It happened this summer, 2016. It happened that summer. So listen to this team I'm really about to give y'all, bro. Like, listen to this fucking team. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron, 2016 just got back down from 3-1 LeBron. LeBron James, DeAndre Jordan, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard was the best perimeter defender in the game at the time. So now you insert him to these niggas, and I'm still not done. I'm still not done. Kyrie, Clay, Boogie, DeMarcus Cousins, Paul George. You keep Paul George, you keep Draymond Green. Insert Anthony, 2016 Anthony Davis. Bro, y'all saw what they looked like for two years together, AD and, uh, and DeMarcus Cousins. Y'all saw what that looked like in, in New Orleans together. So now, bro, you're bigs on this team. Is DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Andre Jordan, and you keep Draymond. As far as the defensive presence type shit, even if you want to make him the rotation guy, you keep Draymond. Right? Now, this is the only struggle that I have. When it came to choosing between... No, I'm sorry. I had them both on there. I'm tripping. I'm tripping, y'all. I had a fucking brain fart. Now add 2016 Russell Westbrook and 2016 James Harden. That's the best Olympic team we would have ever fucking had. That team that I just gave you right there. That team that I just gave you. I'm going to run it down one more time. It's 12 slots. Run it down one more time. 
Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, DeAndre Jordan, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson, James Harden, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, and Draymond Green. The 2016 version of this uh, of all of these players, by the way. That is hands down the best fucking team we could have ever put together. Wouldn't been necessary because, you know, we dominate anyway. Because that 2016 team offensively was fucking sick. Offensively, that 2016 team, to me, that was the most fun Olympic team that I've watched. 08 and 2012, them niggas wasn't trying to have fun. Them niggas was trying to punt. Them, them niggas was trying to fucking beat up on niggas. They was dominating niggas because, you know, Kobe. But they was dominating niggas, just like the 92 team, dominating niggas. That 16 team had fun. Them niggas had fun. But insert what I just gave you, bro. That's the best fucking Olympic team we would have ever fucking seen. And I don't think it would have ever been topped. Bro, 2016 Braun, 2016 KD, and 2016 Kawhi, that, those are my threes? Bro, stop. My two guard, bro, my two guards are 2016 Clay, Game 6 Clay, 2016 Paul George, and 2016 James Harden. My point guards are unanimous MVP Steph, literally on the brink of becoming triple double Russ. And NBA Finals, Kyrie Irving. Those are my point guards. My fours and fives are on the brink. Defensive player of the year, Draymond Green. Because when KD came that 16-17 year, Draymond won deploy. Defensive player of the year. You got Andre, DeAndre Jordan, the best rebounder in the game at the time. Bro grabbing 15, 16 boards a game. And you got 2016 AD. That's when he found a mid-range game. That's when AD started to find his mid-range work. And Boogie fucking Cousins? Those are my four and fives, y'all. So to start the game, and, and see, and see, and, and, the, and that's another thing. Who the fuck is starting on that team, bro? We know for a fact. Bron and KD are the starters. We know for, we know that for a fact. Bron and KD start. We know that. 2016, Bron is starting on that team. 2016 KD is starting for that team. So, bro, who else starts? I've never been able to put a fucking starting five together with the team I just gave you. And I've been talking about this shit since 2017, bro. I've never been able to put a, a legitimate starting five because it don't matter who the fuck you want, bro. Like, who starts at the one? Do you do unanimous MVP, Steph? Or do you make it more dangerous and bring him off the bench? Me, personally, I'm bringing Steph, Clay, and Draymond all off the bench. Bringing them three off the... Bro, come on now. Dream Team can't fuck with that because the Dream Team didn't have a strong bench. They didn't. Their bench wasn't that strong. It was in the front court, but not the back court. In the front court, their bench was strong because you had uh, Ewing was coming off the bench because David Robinson started. You had Ewing and Malone coming off the bench. That's, That's tough. That's tough to deal with. Coming off your bench, but rounding off off the bench, you had if he felt like playing. Now nah, Larry started when he felt like playing. Remember that was bad back bird. So most of the time Pippen was starting at the three. So coming off the bench, it was Stockton, it was Mullen, and it was Drexler. Nah, bro, I'm sorry. Compared to the niggas that I just gave y'all, nah, nah. 
Nah. You're asking me to choose between 92 Chris Mullen and Game 6 Clay? Bro, get the fuck out of my face. And I respect Chris Mullen. I grew up in a basketball, strong-minded household. I respect the hell out of Chris Mullen. Run TMC was like that. Run TMC was like that. If you don't know what that is, bro, Google that. Run TMC. Tim Hardaway daddy, Mitch Richmond, and uh, Chris Mullen. Run TMC. They was like that in Golden State. They was like that. My nigga, though, but... Now, the only struggle still... Because I was never really trying to compare the teams, but, hey, bro, you got to compare shit in sports. Only, the only thing I'm worried about is magic. That's the only thing I'm worried about, bro, is magic. And... This is going to be a topic when I bring my old heads onto the pod. It's sad to believe, which I do believe, but you know, society we live in, you got to leave room for people's opinions. It's sad to believe that Scottie Pippen is the best perimeter defender of all time. It's sad to believe that, that that he is. I personally believe it, but like I said, times we live in. It's sad to believe that Scottie Pippen is the best perimeter defender the game of basketball has ever seen. He's never had to guard a Kevin Durant, bro. I'm not taking nothing away from Scotty, bro. They say when Scotty stands straight up, his hands is below his knees. Long ass wingspan. I'm not taking nothing from bro. But KD shoots at an eight foot apex, bro. Like what the who, nigga? What? Like, bro, I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying not to be too crazy, bro. Cause I get passionate when I talk about ball, bro. Pause. I get passionate when I talk about this shit, bro. Scotty ain't never had to see a KD, bro. He's never had to see that. Who was Scotty's? toughest player to, to guard what in the 91 finals it was picking up magic 94 feet that was his toughest guard was magic and i'm uh, boom whoa, whoa, whoa let me chill out because it sounds like i'm trying to diminish magic i'm not trying to diminish magic at all bro best point guard to ever play the game steph i love you but it's magic best point guard to ever played the game hands down steph is number two like, those are the only two that can have that conversation is Steph and Magic as far as best PG of all time. Can't nobody else have that. It's just them two, but it's Magic, though. Like, for, for it's, it's Magic Johnson. Scotty's never had to guard a seven-foot guard, nigga. Kevin Durant is a seven-foot-two guard, bro. That's what he is. That's what he is. He is a seven-foot-two. If his handles and his playmaking, because being a deadly scorer can help him be helps him be a better playmaker but just from a a floor general standpoint playmaker that's what's keeping me from saying he's a combo guard he's a two Kevin Durant is a seven foot two guard bro we have never seen that before ever we've never seen that I don't know if Scotty's guarding that bro I'm not saying that he can't I'm just saying I don't know I don't know if he's guarding that bro I don't because that's what Kevin Durant is bro he is a seven foot two guard that can score However and whenever the fuck he wants to. Because Scotty has to guard that. So who the fuck is sticking Braun? You see what I'm saying, bro? That list I just gave y'all, bro. That's the best Olympic team we could have ever fucking seen. But I get it. Braun just came back from 3-1. Nigga, I'm chilling at the crib, nigga. I just did something historic. I'm at the crib. I just put myself in the GOAT conversation for real. Because that's when it started. That's when the GOAT conversation for real, for real started for Braun. Was that. That's when it started. Now, is he the GOAT now? That's a whole nother, uh, that, that's a different episode. We gonna get to that. That's a different episode. But, dog, that, that, that list I just gave y'all, 
You want to run it down one more time? I'll run it down one more time for a re for replay value, right? You got Steph. You got Katie. You got Braun. You got DeAndre Jordan. You got Kawhi Leonard. You got Russell Westbrook. You got James Harden. You got Kyrie Irving. You got Klay Thompson. You got DeMarcus Cousins. You got Paul George. You got Anthony Davis. And you got Draymond Green, bro. Hey, if anybody wants to refute that, argue that, saying, Jay, you tripping, then the dream team's still better than that, bro. I will happily, bro, just pull up. We can happily talk about it, bro. Just pull up. But, bro, that was the opportunity, I think, for us to have the best Olympic team ever. But, hey, bro, we're, we're so dominant that we don't need it, bro. We don't need it. We're so dominant, bro, that we don't fucking need that shit, bro. We don't need it one bit. Damn, bro, I'm almost at an hour, nigga. I would just got them ranting like a motherfucker, bro. God damn. I ain't gonna keep y'all too much longer. Oh, man, let's, let's, end this, let's end this the right way. This, uh... This FIBA World Cup team we got right now. Man, if y'all been keeping up with me on Twitter, them motherfuckers look great. I said in the beginning, I had to see how they played together first. I said in the very beginning when I first watched them niggas. I said in the very beginning when I first watched them niggas. I said, I have to see how they look together. But, on paper, they look like a very good defensive team. The only thing I had that I was iffy about, I'll admit. I didn't know if it was going to be enough balls. Pause. I didn't know if it was going to be enough balls for Brandon Ingram and Anthony Edwards together. I didn't know how that was going to work. One of my biggest worries were if them two together was going to work, but in the beginning, uh, Steve Kerr didn't start, bro, which I thought was stupid because you, you got to start Anthony Edwards. You have to. As far as being a pure scorer, he's the best scorer on the team. He's a better scorer than B.I. He is. He's a better scorer than B.I. But B.I. demands the ball to where he can be the best scorer. I was That was one of the things I was worried about, number one. Number two, I was worried about Steve Kerr's rotation. Because, you know, Steve Kerr made that small ball shit just, well, Dan Tony did with the Suns in 07. But anyway, in today's time, Steve Kerr made that small ball shit work. And, you know, playing these fucking Euro teams, you got to have bigs. That's why I like that move of that big boy from Utah. I like that. Big bodies, bro. We got to have bigs. But, niggas don't know, my, my fucking sleeper. The nigga who Zion is supposed to be, the, the, the nigga that people thought Zion was going to be, Paolo. Paolo, who will be my uh, my 2K build this year, by the way. All my niggas in the pro-am. Hey, yeah. I, I, I said I was going to wait to tell y'all when uh 2K24 drop next week. But I'm making an Apollo build this year. Um, To me, bro, Apollo's the one. He's the one. He's him, bro. Apollo is him. He's him. Told y'all in the beginning of the show, I'm a diehard Duke fan. Apollo's him, bro. He's him. He's him. He's Timothy, bro. Apollo was that nigga. But I was worried about that, though. I was worried how Steve Kerr was going to play him in a rotation. Because, you know, he's a young nigga. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to, you know what I'm saying, team continuity type shit. But these niggas don't give a fuck. These niggas don't care. That's why Paulo's working well. Another thing I was worried about. I felt like Jalen Brunson was going to be too ball dominant for this team. But it works perfect. Because anytime Jalen Brunson is on the floor, 
he has either Miles uh, Malik Bridges or he has Josh Hart, two guys who don't demand the ball. They don't demand the ball at all. So that's more shots for bruh. That's more shots for Brunson. I thought that was going to be an issue, but it's not. Bro, this FIBA team looks fucking amazing, bro. They look fucking good, bro. I can't wait for us to bring the fucking gold home. These niggas look fucking amazing to me, bro. They look so fucking good to me, bro. I just had to say that before we get up out of here. But, um, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all fucking with a nigga. First episode. You feel me? You see I get pretty passionate about the shit that I fuck with. You feel me? But, uh, hey, man. Follow me on all socials. Fleezy out of here on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, J Floyd Network on YouTube. You feel what I'm saying? Like I said, the visuals, the first 10 episodes won't be visuals, but the full audio will still be on YouTube. I get, you know what I'm saying? It'd be niggas in the trap and shit that just pull up YouTube and have that shit up all day type shit. You feel what I'm saying? I got something for y'all. You feel me? And I know niggas don't be on Spotify. I know niggas don't want to download the Apple Pod app. I get it. So I got I got some shit for y'all on the YouTube, bro. I got y'all. Hey, I'm here for everybody. But hey, man, love, peace, chicken grease. Uh, I appreciate y'all showing support, pulling up on your nigga. You know what I'm saying? Fleezy out of here.